Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles with the rich and uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Molshine, and we're back for another uh, book-centric episode about Spare by Spare. Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex, and don't you forget it. And today we're talking about part two, which is called, say it with me, Bloody But Unbowed. Bloody But Unbowed. Very chill name for a book, Harold. And uh, <laughs> before we get into that, I just want to do a little housekeeping. This podcast is free. <laughs> That doesn't mean that it, we just shard it out out of nowhere. It takes a lot of work, hours of reading, hours of recording, hours of editing, hours of designing a logo, hours of all kinds of stuff. We need your support to keep this thing going. And Sarah, how can they support us? It's so easy, Mal. Just go to patreon.com backslash space trash podcast. And then you're going to be able to support the pod that you've come to know and love and that you want to keep going as long as you possibly can. Right. And it's like $5. It's literally all we ask of you. Uh, besides also to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which most of you also refuse to do. So just please keep in mind that we love you and we want to keep doing this forever and ever and ever. And uh, this is what we need from you. It's a transaction, really. It is indeed. I've had some interactions <laughs> with people where it seems like the Patreon is like a barrier. Like this other like, oh, man, like I would I wish I could listen to the other part. But like it's it's on the Patreon and it's like, yes, yes, yes. And that. You have access to my friend just by going to patreon.com. Right. You can just get it for $5. Just get and it. also, if you're friends with us in real life, think about all of the hours of free content we've given you just by hanging out with you. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you. We do appreciate it because we are trying out bits 30% of the time to 70% of the time that we're talking to anyone. If we're annoying or we're coaching you when you don't want to be coached, we're also sorry. Yeah. But the thing is, just give us $5. Come on. Give us $5 to ensure that we're not going to be as annoying in every elevator that we ride in forevermore. Right, 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 right. I don't have to be like, hey, did you hear about the situation in Afghanistan? Well, here's my one liner that I wrote about it this morning. You know, like right, exactly. I can just keep that on the stage instead of to you. But anyway. Okay, yeah, so we're going to talk about Spare, part two, Bloody But Unbowed. Bloody But Unbowed. Where the hell does he get this stuff? Oh, it's so funny. What's funny about it, too, is like part two not only is about being at war, but it also is about like all of his relationships. So I just thought it was a funny title, Bloody But Unbowed, like in love as well. I don't know. There's something funny about it being all about relationships and war. Yeah, Um. It and... Yeah, I, what would he be bowed by? I guess he's like, I'm not giving up. And it's like, giving up on what, Harry? 
you quit. You you retired from the army. I, I'm, I don't know why he did. He seems at a loss at the end, but we'll get to that part. Well, we can get there, but I don't think he retired from the army. I think there was some reason that he he was honorably discharged, which is um, what I think about how it happens in my pants every single day. I know. I can't believe they, the say, they say discharge. That was such a funny. I just yeah, every time I hear discharge, I'm like, <laughs> I know it's terrible. But yeah, I in other books that I've read about him, which I'm sure he would denounce as being completely made up. It kind of said that like he wasn't that like he just wasn't that into the office work. He could have stayed in the army in a non-combat role for life. But obviously that's like not really as thrilling, I guess. So I think he just kind of decided not to do it. And then, you know, William, after he got married, he was a helicopter pilot. He was a search and rescue pilot for years. He did not really do that many royal duties. Him and Kate lived in the countryside of Wales, and he literally flew the rescue helicopter that picked people up that were in car accidents and shit and, like, wasn't really famous, that famous for a while. Like, there was no paparazzi, like, nothing. So this was something that Harry, I guess, also chose not to do because he, I'm sure if he wanted to be a search and rescue pilot he probably would have been able to do i don't know but we'll get to it my point is we're going to talk about it and the second half is going to be on the patreon and you can unlock it by paying five dollars so i guess there was one other thing i just wanted to mention speaking of spare did you see kylie released the baby's name air ah. Ah, and spare yeah being discussed today i just feel like they named the baby wolf i don't know i just like what do you think about when someone changes a name i think it seems like they were forcing wolf and it didn't make sense like, I don't think I think the reason they changed it is because they tr- they were like Wolf would be a badass name for a kid. And they named the kid Wolf and they were like, this is this this Stupid. is not his name. Yeah, Costumey. they were just Yeah, this isn't it. And then they decided on air with an E like and it's I said to my friends like in the group chat, I was like, this is the perfect fake deep name for dumb right. people. It's exactly yes. it's. Yes. It's doing exactly what it needs to do. It's perfect. No notes. It's got many different interpretations, none of which are a real name. And it's a word that they spelled wrong. Perfect. That's right, what, all right. you need in a celebrity name, baby. Well, name. and I also, I also, I just like, I like to think Kylie was really trying to like think of it almost as like a makeup compact, where yes. it's like stormy and air meteorology. Uh, We're yeah, going for weather. Right. We're doing yeah. a weather girls type theme, and I, it also reminds me of Kim because Kim's kids have loosely thematic names. The girls' names are geographical north in chicago right and the boys names are biblical saint and psalm and kylie has taken that and gone weather she's gone full weather with it yeah and i think we all know chloe's baby's name is tristan jr and that's why she's not (laughs) telling anyone if anything like the full birth name is going to be like tristan's real only son (laughs) yeah tristan's son tristan (laughs) that's just gonna be first name tristan's son middle name tristan last name thompson it's like with the queen mother exactly literally (laughs) queen elizabeth the queen mother she's like my daughter is queen now so i'm gonna make my name be queen twice chloe's like my boyfriend already has two sons so i'm just gonna be like this is tristan 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 he's tristan tristan thompson tristan so i mean i wonder when we'll get that drop and then there was a big conspiracy theory everyone was like oh watch out they're probably gonna be trying to cover something up this week and that's why they dropped the baby name i don't think so i don't really think i think sometimes we give the kardashians too much credit i think obviously a lot of credit is due because they did create a new genre of celebrity and it is really interesting to watch and I love it. But I don't think they're doing these like smoke bombs as frequently as people think. I think it Mm -hmm. is just sort of a state of chaos and they're 
their celebrity just comes from the fact that they have no shame and they share literally everything. And that's what creates these diversions and distractions and things like that. It's not like they have a flow chart and they're like, and then we're going to drop the name air right before this scandal. Like, I don't think they're really doing that that much. I agree with you completely. And actually, if you want to know what the like ultimate blueprint flow sheet is, it is happening in all of our night skies, but also unconscious minds. Like you could just also look to the moon cycle. Like it's the Aquarius new moon. And of course, she like this is the day that she would present the name of her Aquarius baby. Oh, my God. Air is an Aquarius. Isn't Aquarius an air sign? The ultimate air sign. Okay, that's kind of cool. Maybe it's not for dumb people after all. I do like how many different ways you can interpret this one because like Northwest really is like Kanye came up with that in second grade and has been saving it till now. No, I could not agree more. But they did say, well, you know, we felt like she was our highest achievement as a couple and North is the highest point. So we did. And it's like, Whatever you just thought, it, you just thought it sounded cool. But uh-huh. air, he's the heir to Travis Scott's whatever rapping in auto tune fortune. He's the heir to the Kylie Cosmetics fortune. He's an Aquarius. Like, okay, it also means penis in Arabic. But you know what? Oh. Something means something in every language. Molu, my name Molly in French. If you change the Y to E U X, means flaccid. So, like, oh. what are we? all supposed to we all have a bad name you know what i mean yeah the only gripe i've ever had about sarah and i've said it before is just that i don't have an h so i'm actually just like cbs generic brand sarah which is like fine i guess it's modern air is it like loki accidentally sexist because actually like if you want to get literal he's actually the spare yeah he is the spare they they treat boys and girls differently in the family though You know, like the girls are kind of pimped out and very public from the time that they're born and the boys are allowed to be shut ins and to kind of come up with their own path where it's like they instead of having the spare and air thing, they have like, okay, the girls have to twirl around and and put on a show and the boys are kind of more of the William, you know what I mean? Where they're just like, okay, you might go to law school. So we're going to make sure that you don't have a stupid TikTok where your mom (laughs) is gyrating on you, you know, like they, so they do, they, you can notice like kind of the double standard a little bit already. 100%. Um, Well, and okay. So two questions upon that, that I just wanted to ask you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Also, it really kills me how they're so matriarchal in some ways But then they always still give the babies the last names of the dads who refuse to marry them or claim them really in any official way. Because Stormy, I always say this, like, okay, Stormy Webster with an I, that sounds like a Powerpuff Girls villain, you know? Whereas if if you named her Storm Jenner, that's like... Wow, um, great name, actually. So much cooler. Like a modeling agency. Storm or Stormy Webster both are a little bit like... Because Travis Scott's real name is Jacques Webster. I think Jacques Webster is a cool name. Jacques is cool, yeah. But like, even just give him, like Webster is like Webster's Dictionary. Air Jenner or Air Scott, spelled correctly, would I think be a lot cooler than Air Webster. Air Scott's cool too, yeah. Yeah. Air Jenner sounds like a shoe, to be fair, but it's still (laughs) kind of cooler than Air Webster. And then like... Like, um, what is True Thompson? It's so embarrassing for her. Everyone was like, she named her baby after the thing she wishes her man would be. And she's like, like, no, it's my great-great-grandfather. 
Yeah, and it's like no name him, name her True Kardashian. Like that's kind of cuter, right. you know. Well, but also it fucks them because but also is Chloe even a True Kardashian? Okay, sorry. Well, so now that's Patreon only. You're gonna want to join. It's actually so yeah. easy to join. Just go to patreoncom podcast. But to that point, two questions. Question number one is: Do you think that the the cloaks around the men is a reaction to the Rob Kardashian? reaction to being on television and being famous because like i feel like rob's whole thing has been like yo 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 i really don't want this which is i get that but like maybe they're like oh men just don't like this like women are made for this men don't like it yeah i think it is that because i think they don't really think much further than what's directly in front of them and and also they don't under like they have no frame of reference for a woman like you know getting the kind of stratospheric success they want that doesn't have to do with selling your look and your body and your entertainment value like even chris and mj they both they married up and like so did i i'm not judging whatsoever no judges no myra was so proud myra said the moleshine girls they did it right she said their parents (laughs) must be so proud they did it right they married up and i was like yes but how do you know that she goes they're both foreign yeah, they are up and they both know how to do math. That's the really crucial right. thing. That's really the up we're looking for. And they like don't have ADHD. That was right. all. They're, and, they're, and they're like really nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So but like I, I think it's just they have no frame of reference for a man succeeding in that way, because even though Kanye's main method of success now is effectively reality show, which we talked about last week. Right. like. He is getting in the news through milestones like marriage and introducing his daughter to his new girlfriend. It's not by making music. The music he released in December, no one even knew he released anything until the new marriage drew the attention to that. Like even Kanye, also, can we can we stop calling it a marriage? They weren't. They didn't get married. I know they're not really married. Um, but like even Kanye, who is a, effectively a reality star, still in the Kardashian mythology, he's a creative genius businessman. You know what right. I mean? So yep. like, yeah, there's still gonna be they're still going to be grooming the boys to be going more in that. And the, and the other guys are like also musicians or athletes. So they're still going to be grooming the guys to have a, a talent for lack of mm-hmm. a better word. Whereas the girls, it's just like, push them out, just push them in front of the camera. And, They'll figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know what? I could have used a little bit of that myself. Instead, my mom just told me that I had a big nose and <gasps> I couldn't, be, <laughs> I couldn't be an actress. No, that's you not know? all she did. She made you a tea bag. She made me a tea bag costume. Exactly. That would not have performed. It was kind of like a not to make this too dark, but it was like actually sort of a um like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a bad way. Why? Because I live in England. No, because you were like head girl when you were 12. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I was 13 <laughs> and I wasn't head girl. <laughs> It was one girl. time and there was no ball sack involvement. <laughs> okay. Right, right, right. So, but I don't know. No, it's close. It's close. Uh, the other question that I had, Molly's not head girl. Um, I still am to a lot of people. It's fine. I know it. I am to a lot of people. And I tell you here on the pod every single week. So if you don't know me as that, if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. I'm head yeah. girl. I'm head girl. But um, all the British listeners are going to be like, because head girl for British people means like head of safety patrol. Like you're the head girl of your class. I was also class president and I was also always like a um, peer. I was like such a fucking criminal always from the beginning of time. So like I would be like a what was it called when you'd be like the like the hallway patrol? Like, I, would patrol. Be, I would be safety patrol 
but like so that I could get out of doing shit and also so that when people came through, I'd be like, you're safe to go. You're safe to cut class. I was not because I was a cab from the jump. I was like, I'm not a narc. I, even if I'm, I'm not even going to be a corrupt cop. I went corrupt cop right away. Interesting. Okay. So my last question, oh, it's not even a question, but like the missed opportunity, Dream Kardashian is now the only one. Yes. That gets the name, giving the kids the men's names. When the like men don't even live in your house. Right. And there's like a bunch of other kids that you are actually trying to pretend don't exist that also have those last names. Like, why wouldn't you just keep them Kardashians? Right. Uh, I yeah, I agree. It makes no sense. They're so or pre- Jenner's Jenner's an epic name too. He, she, Caitlin is the greatest Olympian of all time. Right. Like, why would you not want that legacy? And yeah. it's just so interesting how they're so progressive in some ways and so, so, so insanely retro in so many other ways. It's really, right. really fascinating. Give us like a summary of the contents of part two. It's just starts from his early 20s and goes into his early 30s. So it's basically like the battlefield and love is a battlefield. Exactly. And we kind of touched on this in the last episode, how like him and Will and Kate were like the clubbing royals. Like they were in the club every weekend, (laughs) multiple days a week. And like, that's why the paparazzi were shooting them because they could not stay away from these like London hotspots and like deservedly so they're in their twenties. Good. Live it up. But like he leaves that. I mean, how I want to, I'm dying to know how many like one night stands he left out of here. He doesn't mention as how he should though, as he should. I mean, I know, but it's just the misery, the misery again, like the, the just not admitting like, yo, you were a fucking prince in your twenties. Every girl in the world wanted to be your wife. Eventually like everyone at that club, any club he went into, probably like any girl in the in his path, probably threw herself at him. And it's like, was it that bad? Was it really that bad? Was it really that like lonely? You know, like once you get to your thirties, you're like, you start to realize that like going clubbing and stuff is like a hollow life. But at the time, you fucking enjoy it. It's pretty fun when you're in your twenties, you know. Well, certainly because we also know that he was like drinking gin and tonics and doing a, m- a massive amount of cocaine. Right. Yeah. It's um, it's a life. Yeah. So, okay. He goes, honestly, this is going to sound fucked up, but like I kind of skipped kind of a lot of the war <gasps> stuff just because. Okay. Well, I do have some notes from it. I did read it because I just listened to him tell me. So yeah, yeah what do you I, got? I did read most of it too. It's just, it reminded me of like Eric Clapton's <laughs> memoir when he would go on these long tangents about his guitars and you're just like, all right. I tell can't us believe a- you read the Eric Clapton memoir. Because me and Casey loved the Patty Boyd memoir. And we went in this oh. rabbit hole. If you've never read it, oh my God, it's incredible. Wonderful Tonight by Patty Boyd. She was married to George Harrison from the Beatles right. and left him for Eric Clapton. So like they literally iconic bitch, like loving her. What right. taste. She did the she did the Megan and Chelsea Davy move too of I have no idea who you are to George oh! at the height of Beatles. That's height insane. of Beatlemania. Height so of Beatles. These men are demented to believe that shit. I- I know it's the best. It's the best. It's the best trick in the book. But anyway, um, it reminded me of that where he would go into these like long things about the military and stuff. And I was like, yeah, definitely. Totally. Thank you for your service. But uh, I'm really sorry. What is that meme? Um, I'm really happy for you or, or sorry that that happened. But I ain't reading all that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, I haven't seen that meme yet, but I feel like I should put that out as a PSA for everyone. Period. What, just everyone we talk to? Everyone that's expecting a response from me about almost anything other than, mm-hmm. are you ready to pod yet? Um, yeah, sometimes it's too much. Okay, so 
I'm going to just read through some of my highlights. Fabulous. Okay. Most of the time, Willie and I didn't have any truck with all that air spare nonsense. But now and then, I'd be brought up short and realized that on some level, it really did matter to him. Professionally, personally, he cared where I stood, what I was doing. Mm. And it seems like he also cared. Him, well, him caring about the other one caring means that they both care. Yeah, but his whole entire personal brand is being the spare now. Talk about make it work. Do you think he's making it work? I think he's making it work with a Q, 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 Q. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah, dude. This book has broken so many records in terms of sales. and In terms of making money. He is taking what he has been given in the succession and absolutely, uh, I, I don't know. I'm really proud of Harry. I think he's maxing out like every situation he can yeah that's definitely true that's definitely true and i did see to be fair this one tiktok that was circulating he he recaps in this section of the book an interview that him and william gave when he was getting ready to go off into the army and the guy interviewing them is asking questions and william keeps being like oh he's such a mess he never cleans up his room he never does this he's always blah 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 and like you actually can see harry's heart like breaking in the moment that that's happening like he's just because like william i guess is trying to be funny and trying to be like oh i don't like i don't like living with my brother because he's such a mess like trying to be a cool guy and harry's just standing there like what like what and it actually is so sad like i think these two are so different and they're well the really sad thing is like they are so different but like they're actually not incompatible except it's like like if they were born into a different family let's just say these two would be a casey molly one-two punch at the shore at at jenks as 18 year olds on the weekend absolutely i think it's really heartbreaking for both of them they're not as close i mean look they both are fully feminine charts oh yeah yeah that i can believe and i think part of the rift between them is because they're actually both so emotional that they don't have the language or the even the permission i mean one of the first things that struck me about part two he returns from war and William hugs him and says, like, glad you're home, bro. And then Paul, like, almost hugs him and then, like, gives him a squeeze on the shoulder or something. And he's like, it would look like a regular family interaction to most. But to us, this was the height of vulnerability and connection. And it was like, oh, man. I know, but at the same time, you're like... Charles also has an all-feminine chart. Right, but at the same time, I'm just like, you're raised by a boomer. What do you want? This is all of us. I don't... My family doesn't do this shit either. Like, my family would be the same way. Just for the record, my mother, even though she is an Aquarius son, my mother would, like, literally hug me, grab me, rip out pieces of my hair, pick me up like I was her bride and bring me through the threshold. And that's more of, like, the Megan way. I think that's how Megan is used to being raised as well so like but my father's more more muted certainly yeah but also i mean yeah i think i think william and harry they also see each other's what is perceived by them in their milieu and their upbringing their weaknesses and it triggers Mm -hmm. it trigger they trigger each other in that way because they are both so um emotional and also did you see that tiktok i showed you where they play it was expertly done they play harry's whole monologue about how like they never hug in the family and they're so unemotional. And oh, yeah, and there was all the hug shots. Photo after photo after photo of the whole family hugging each other and hugging strangers and hugging babies and hugging right. kids. Yeah. And it's like, Harry, like, I, I do feel like I feel for him. I feel he was abandoned by his own family. No one tried to understand him. No one tried to help him make sense of his place in the world. No one tried to help him with anything. And at the same time, 
I think he's looking back with poo-poo colored glasses. I think the reason this is also uh i guess what's the word not controversial but like stirring stirring it's triggering it's triggering yeah because i like i said last episode i am a wallower and it takes all my strength all day every day meditation journaling exercise (laughs) affirmations it takes every bit of strength in me not to be like and now let's think about my childhood and like so to read an entire book that's that i'm just trying to poke holes in everything that he says because i'm like it can't possibly be this bad. Like we can't go to this place. So yeah, sorry. Say so, I just want to say that for anyone who didn't listen to the last one, I know yeah. that I'm bringing my own shit to this. <laughs> I am fully aware of that. So sorry. Say what you're going to say. And let's give Molly some credit. You guys, she is actually trying really hard to not be an airy blood bathed wallower. Right. Yeah. I'm trying really hard. And also like I was so all for Harry and Megan when they first left, I thought it was really interesting and cool what they were doing. And the, the, the thing that made me change it was when they said in the Oprah interview that the titles were their kids birthright. I was like, birthright. You live in America. We don't do that shit. And when it became clear that they wanted to keep their titles and they su- still support the idea of a monarchy, I'm just like, oh, you just didn't like how they did it for you. Like, you're not these like freedom fighters. You're just, you just right. think it should if be they, slightly if, different if, than what it is. Right. If they had had an easier time getting their needs met there, they would have said no questions asked. No, I think exactly. this is, but like this idea that Megan is like pushing him out, like I think from what I understand about Megan and what we continue to glean about her being a Royal princess with like hypothetical global duties is gold. Yeah, this she's is a Leo. what she's been. She's a Leo Libra with that cancer rising. This is the, I being a Royal princess, especially to this bear is actually the perfect job for her. Right. She should have, she, she didn't push him out of the monarchy. Hell no. She, what she, she was down for it. She just, they, just, they were actually difficult to work with. Right. And they also didn't want to leave. They wanted to be half in, half out. That was right, their whole right. thing. And they didn't go nuclear. They didn't go scorched earth until the family said, no, sorry, we don't do half in, half out because it fails every time. And right. that's when they said, oh yeah, okay, we'll show you what happens when we leave this fucking family. And now they're on their revenge tour. And like, I think that what they should have done, I feel like, okay, Megan, she Megan and Harry both there's a very interesting passage in this section where he says he he ruminates on the subject of what his job is and he's like my job is to give speeches and it's like oh I thought you're oh like I thought your job was to like make a difference in the world and then like when he's doing the Invictus games and he's like oh we got we found the guy who um who arranged the London Olympics. And we said, Hey, can you do this in eight months? And he was like, I don't know, I guess. And we gave him 500,000 pounds. And then it's fast forward to Harry giving a speech at the opening. And it's like, Oh, so you actually didn't do, you actually don't do anything. You actually really, truly just show up. I think this, this chunk was so much about what he got out of being in active service in the army, because it was actually like a job. Like, I think what he's, I think what he's more describing more than anything. And I think what you're reflecting is that like, he doesn't really even know what his job was supposed to be to your point. No one even told him what happened. Like, Oh, by the way, mom like died. Like they, they just gloss over a lot of the like difficult feelings, which is why I do think this book is such an enormous breakthrough for him and for the monarchy. I think he's actually helping them to believe it or not, because 
they have to they have to modernize short term no long term we'll see because i Uh, do think that i don't know i would be shocked i think i think charles i mean one of the things that i wrote down as a highlight from this chapter is um there was a point in the in or not chapter but part there was a point in part two where harry had returned from war and was living i guess like in the same like town shaw as his father but they hadn't like seen each other at all and he was sort of hurt i guess that his dad didn't reach out or didn't try to spend time with him and what he said was like but I understood because he was like still sort of on his in his honeymoon phase with Camilla, although they'd been married for two years. It's like, look, whatever and you want to say about KC King Charles, this man is a lover. He understands love. Right. But also, like, you've been with this lady since the 80s. What honeymoon? Right, but for, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying for him, for Harry's impression to be that he's still goo goo gaga and in the honeymoon phase after they were married for two years. Charles is motherfucking pussy whip obsessed. Harry and Meghan, they are so wedded to this idea of being um, Diana 2.0. But like Diana had a knack for figuring out how these, like, yes, her main thing was photo ops as well. And not even speeches, just photo ops. But she had a knack for photo ops that got something done. Hugging AIDS patients. That was groundbreaking mm-hmm. walking across a landmine that was groundbreaking she could have died she could have lost a limb and she said i'm doing this to prove a point and show something she literally put herself in danger but like harry and megan they don't seem to have that same knack for that so they're just kind of picking up awards and making speeches and i just think if the i just think they're kind of doing it for the glory a little bit and i think they'd be a lot happier if they just went the princess margaret route and went on private jets with the clooney's and elton john all the time <laughs> i like you said last time like where does he say that he did something wrong it's like i actually feel like the whole book is him saying these are things that i did wrong but then there's the piece where he is like and it's because i was raised in this totally insulated privileged like he right. recognizes like like if there was a part in the, in part two. It's like the whole packy thing where it's like we're all like he called his friend um a racist slur. And when so that video was like him just like fucking around in the airport with the bros. It's what they called him to his face. And yeah. then everyone's like, oh, my God, Harry does this. Harry said that even like until it was like published, he didn't even know that it was a racist slur and that he called his friend immediately. And his friend was like, LOL, I know. Like, it's like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I do understand his, I don't think he's, I guess. Okay, I, but I, just I, to... I think he's just trying to say for the record, I was raised in a literal bubble and I don't, I know not what I do until now. I know, but like, so was I, my town that I grew up in is like 99.9% white. And like, I grew up surrounded by racist people saying racist shit all the time. And like, I Still knew it was like you still know. How did you learn that? But how? Well, probably my mom and dad, and also just but right that reading books, not being a dumbass. Like he's a dumbass. He's been clear. He's not like reading. I know it just bothers me. He doesn't read. Okay, here's the perfect example. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Of him not looking within and not ever seeing, and I'm sure his entire family is guilty of this, rarely ever being able to see one step beyond what's directly in front of him. No foreskin and no foresight exactly he (laughs) is talking about when he's going in and out of the club and the paparazzi are trying to get a rise out of him hoping i'd retaliate because that would create a better photo and thus more money in their pockets a snap of me in 2007 fetched about thirty thousand pounds down payment on a flat but a snap of me doing something aggressive that might be a down payment on a house in the countryside and it's like okay harry take it a step further these people need money like they're not doing this because they hate you they don't have their they don't have the pick of the countryside manners to choose from right like like just think for four more minutes about why they might be doing this it's I mean, not because it's they're also like why harry's doing this now you were cut off the you, your the purse strings were cut now you have to own your house in the countryside so you right. get it actually harry which you also didn't have to get a 15 million dollar house and you also already he, he had like he inherited over 10 million pounds, I think, is what the oh. estimate is. Like, he already had that to his name before any of these deals from came who? through. From who? From the queen? From Diana, from the queen mother. The queen, the queen oh, probably so he does himself. have money. He's not like, oh, fuck, I'm off the, I'm off the, the assembly line. I better get work. Yeah, he has plenty of money. The way that they pour mouth, the way that all these royals, they all do it. They just don't understand what it is to be a real person in the they world. They just don't understand and, at all. Yeah, damn. It's just crazy that still no one has told him. Um, <laughs> he, he keeps going through and comparing the paparazzi to the Taliban multiple times. Yes, I did notice that. What and are your I'm thoughts like, on that? It's like, dude, come on. Like, I get it. They're annoying. They make your life slightly less perfect than it would be if you had any perspective on the rest of the world. Like, well, it's also but- the, it's, to be fair, it might also be the like only problem in your life literally the only problem and what i also want someone to ask him in an interview and they never will because he will restrict access to himself in a way that he will never actually have to face have any accountability what i want someone to ask him is like all these times that you're saying the paparazzi or the taliban and like you had to leave australia because they found out where you were you had to stop going to this place because they found out where you were you had to leave canada because they found out where you were what 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 do you think is the next step from them finding out where you are and shooting a photo? What comes like, after that? The photo right, gets right. published, and then what? People see a photo of you. Who the fuck cares? Well, I guess his whole thing is, I care because ultimately it's what killed mommy. It is. You know what odd. else? With the Jackaroos, he had a press conference there with photographers. They always knew where he was. Oh, that's weird. 
So he said there's so, 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 so many inaccuracies and wrong things in this book, like, which is a whole nother topic of conversation. And I don't even feel like doing the research. Well, but, but like, I think it's hard, though, because it's it's not a it's not a textbook. It's a memoir. So it's not about the like accuracy. It's about his emotional. Like when we write our memoirs, we're not going to be like, OK, well, actually, Kyocerophones were invented right before the razor. So I did have a Kyocera first. But in a line, we might say our first flip phone. You know, like, it's just like, there's a lot of like creative license and, and memory, memory changes. You but know? if I'm going to so, compare someone to the Taliban, I'm going to try to make sure that I get my ducks in a row about that. Right. Well, I you mean, know, it's also kind of weird because there's also, it's like, and he, like, he makes a point of it to say he felt great about the 25 members of the Taliban that he literally killed. So it's a little bit yeah. like, what are you implying here? Uh, like, don't kill the pops. Yeah. He's saying don't they do were. It. Impo- Emboldened and radicalized, just as young men in Iraq had been radicalized, their mullahs were editors, the same ones who vowed to do better after mummy died. And it's like, I totally understand your frustration, but like, this is not the Taliban. This is not people who don't let women go to school or go to the doctor's office. I'm sorry. It's not. No, they're people that are actually trying to pay for their children's going to school. Right. To have a fraction of the upbringing that you had that you threw in the toilet by smoking weed the whole time at Eden. I smoked weed at school, too. I'm not going to pretend I didn't. But like, I'm not then going to be like, how dare these people like and I would love to see like, I don't know. Yeah, just the makeup of who's doing it. He's talking about working class people. This is who he's talking about. You know, well, that's actually an interesting point. And I I putting it that way, I wonder what. I wa- because I get the sense, and maybe I'm just like a male apologist in the end. I'm literally still like, maybe Kanye's just, just, just. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like if you phrased it to him that way, I, I get the sense that he is a compassionate narrator, even if he's spewing hatred left and right in certain areas. But it's clearly coming from, like, if you were to phrase it as like, these are working class people, and it's like the only way that they have an ability to make a living in a faster way than just like above working in the factory wage. working in the factory into like a black lung pot you know yeah. so i i feel like and he does i mean that the, the with the nazi costume and the packy comment i think part of what he's demonstrating or part of what he's illustrating is that like he is ignorant and he's been ignorant and it's been a mistake a lot of times and so i think that for him to be ignorant of the actual humanity and reality of the paparazzi as well as just like actually working class people who are just trying to feed their family i i i would understand if that was lost on him because also nazis and packies was also lost on him you know like but i do think like harry now i i think if we talked with him about it from the point of view of you know it's actually not that easy for people to just like build wealth and this is one of the ways that allows people to call in chunks of money they have to do certain work but that call like he's right a picture yeah. of him does cost thirty thousand thirty thousand dollars for a snap of harry smoking a cigarette outside of a club is kind of like easy money exactly and, I, and, I, and, there, and there should be some sympathy for that but i think that's not where he's writing the book from and i, and I would be interested in if you were to have a conversation with him, but you're actually attacking working class people for like literally just doing whatever they can to make a living possible. They're not like trying to hurt you. I actually feel like he's like a de facto like air Webster out here. Spare Webster. Oh my God. Could you call it strong? Spare Webster. Oh but my God. it's like, <laughs> but it's like, I think he's speaking for the child stars who just like didn't have a, like 
yes, he wouldn't have signed up for this life. But actually, like, in terms of his karma, his family lineage, it's like, this is what it is, babe. Right. There's this one. He says, price you pay, people would say, though I never understood what they meant. Price for what? And it's like the free houses. It's the free houses the and free the free houses, everything. The, the personal the access sex. to everything. Right. You just get to be born a celeb, a rich person celebrity yeah. and maintain it. And so I do wish that someone would tell him. <laughs> the jewels. How about the crown jewels? Right. He doesn't get it. It's so crazy. Like everything you're saying, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone has ever said it to him because I think I don't also, think anyone's ever, but that's, that is my point though. It's that like, I don't think he's bad. I don't think anyone's ever said it to him. And I think people walk on eggshells around him. Like, for instance, the way that he does fully 100% believe that every girl who stopped dating him, it was only because they didn't want this lifestyle. I know. How lucky is that? That occurred to me, too. Like, yeah, you, you know, I, I wish I could be like, yeah, they just like they knew that I might talk about them on stage. And so they just had they simply had right. to they had simply nothing- had to bail. They did not like me. Right. It had nothing to do with my personality. <laughs> it was just, you know, the the. The perks of like, oh, I actually can't live in a free castle forever. I I actually right. can't do that. You know, like, come on, please. I feel like the relationship with Chelsea is like the one that they focus on the most. And right. The whole thing is like, at the end of the day, the reason that didn't work out is because she was like, ultimately, I don't want to be like a famous person. I don't want the pops like just like stalking me day and night that was like the vibe but actually also it sounds like harry like you were not a good boyfriend like the way that he talks about like going to war and like i'm sorry Charles. like this is my life purpose and if i only have love and admiration and attention to give to my you know to my troop mates and the taliban so be it and it's like yeah of course it don't work out you weren't that into her yeah. So he's got this one thing where he's leaving a pub. He would pull in a back alley or underground parking lot, climb into the boot and let Billy shut the lid. And I'd lie there in the dark, hands across my chest while he and another bodyguard fer- ferried me home. It felt like being in a coffin. So that's, I didn't but care. Remember, that's the trunk, right? That's like English speak, but that's the trunk. Yeah, the boot is the trunk. So it's, and he says it felt like being in a coffin. I didn't care. Like, okay, yes, you did. And it's actually, gr- you cared. You remembered it enough to write it into your memoir. And in fact, maybe you loved it because you could be like, mommy, I'm here now. Right. It was like, it's a great metaphor. It's a great visual for whenever this does get, um, the movie rights get bought and this becomes a movie. But like, why didn't you just sit in the backseat of your tinted vehicle? Right. You know, like what, what is the, but okay, we're beating a dead horse. So, well, it's like, yeah, it's a lot of drama. On that note, though, I have a highlight where he talks about his job. So his name in the army was like Widow 69 or something, 67. Yes. And so he was, he was anonymous. No one knew who he was. So he loved that. And then he would like flirt with the girls over like, over like the, the, I loved it. It's not what it was. I love to think of him like hypothetically, um, what was Dewey Decimal flirting, but that's not what Morse it was. Morse code, Morse, Morse code. code, Morse code flirting, but that's not what it was. But he was sort of like flirty with the other people in the line. But at the end of the day, they didn't know who he was. He was widow 67 or whatever. And he loved it because he was actually, it sounds like he was sort of like the, the operator, like the air traffic controller who people would call in and say, like, do we have access or clearance to do X, Y, and Z? Yeah. And what he said, which I thought was just so astrologically pertinent, that he really felt most at home doing this work for the first time in his life because he was, he felt that he was Earth. And that is the I know. lifeblood of a Taurus moon. Taurus is Gaia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That was um, 
really interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, of course. Like, what do we talk about when we talk about the moon sign? It is the circumstances in which you just truly feel fulfilled at home, safe, nurtured. For him to say, I feel safe, nurtured, and truly at home, feeling like I am the earth, is like the most Taurus moon shit. And he doesn't right. know that he's a Taurus moon, but that is tar- that is definition Taurus moon. And yet, and yet, he still moves on to being a pilot and getting up in the air again and being right. back in this lofty position. Capricorn rising also, though, it's like your rising sign. One of the other ways that you can think about it is it's like sort of the school that you're in. Like It's like your entry to the world. It's like your graduating class. So he's a Capricorn rising. I think a lot of the, it's really interesting. Capricorn moon, sun and rising and all of the moon, sun, rising sort of differences. But in Capricorn specifically, the moon, sun and rising all have very different shades of Capricorn. Capricorn rising, though, is arguably the most difficult of the Capricorn placements. Like, And Capricorn in general is one of the most difficult signs to embody, if we do say ourselves. But mm-hmm. Capricorn risings are are presented as showing up in the world as being related to as, but also in the school of learning how to climb the mountain so to speak so i think for harry whose chart is all earth he you i feel like we see the constant vacillation between yeah. capricorn rising taurus or one might say Virgo sun. or one might say oscillation oscillation my but- penis was oscillating <laughs> i think he feels very comfortable when he's in this earth position but he still is addicted to the climb like he's still addi- he's addicted to attention and press well, but then he also it's his saturn in his ninth house it's not conjunct his midheaven but it's like very close so it's like his work is to sort of keep climbing keep shining not to actually shine but to actually like sort of take down yeah so he goes on to uh after he leaves iraq i guess oh he he doesn't understand why chelsea he says she knew i cared about her but she felt unseen she knew how desperate i was to go to war how could she not forgive my being a bit detached i was taken aback like why would she forgive you being detached you guys are dating that's so weird i mean right it's sort of yeah it's like not even about war or not war it's like you're that's what i'm saying before it's like you're a shitty boyfriend yeah entitled also entitled Um, so he says when he goes to rugby and he makes the he he abuses a few more working class people when he gets to Paris for the rugby world cup. He, this to me is completely unforgivable. He, he makes the driver speed through the tunnel where his mom died twice. And yeah, but did you get the note that also William was there? William had done it a different time. William wasn't no, there. They did it. Oh, I thought they, I thought it. I'll no, have, he did I, it a different time. They weren't together. Oh. And he explained the way Harry explains it to us is he was Irish with a kindly open face. And I could easily discern discern his thoughts. What the feck? I didn't sign on for this. Like, please leave the Irish voice cosplay at the door, Harry. Like you're still colonizing a section of the country. And he has no idea about this. Like he he goes on to like later on, he meets an Irish army captain and he's like, oh, I decided to give him some shit about the Irish. And then he's like, and he said, crikey back. And I'm like, no, Irish people have, have ever said crikey. No, it's one also said- like, how about just like, don't give the Irish shit about being Irish guys. Right. Like, like you- that's like so mean. It's like real, bullying. literally real the- bullying. Right. Like there was a civil war in Ireland until the nineties in your lifetime. You fucking dumbass because of right. your family's occupation of the country like how do you not know this you're so like 
that is just completely, I'm sorry. There's no excuse for this being is embarrassing for him. Stupid. It's very ignorant. It's very ignorant. Yeah. It's so ignorant. And now he's and, and, and to, careless and, and careless. Right. And now he preaches about colonialism on Netflix, like LOL. And you still don't get the connection between that and the situation between England and Ireland, your family and Ireland. Like, oh my God. But okay, that's not even the unforgivable part. This is the unforgivable part to me is making the driver drive through the the tunnel at 65 miles per hour twice and having your bodyguard threaten him. He has the bodyguard threaten him not to tell anyone or else we'll come find you. I mean, I'm sorry. What kind of an entitled asshole puts someone else's life at risk? Yes, I understand you're traumatized because your mom died. This is not the way to go about trying to understand how that happened, dude. I'm sorry. That is so fucked up. If you want to relive the last moments of her life, do it in a car by yourself. Don't fucking force the help to do it for you. And with the bodyguard in the car. Does he know how to drive? Yeah, he knows how to drive. Like, when would these guys have even, like, can you imagine Harry and William, like, in the student driver honk honk vehicles? Like, when did they even learn to drive? They They probably got special treatment so they didn't have to do that. Like, I imagine they're really bad drivers. Yeah, probably. I just, yeah, I don't know. These are the things that completely turn me off of him. That he, like, he's proving a point that he was traumatized. Yes, I get it. But he is completely unaware of the fact that he's putting other people's lives at, at risk. And then he later on said, Do you think he still would be completely like, I, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, he doesn't even say I uh, now looking back on it. I'm like, damn, that was kind of a dick move. Nothing right? like he regrets like Nazi. He regrets like Packy. He regrets certain things. Yeah, he doesn't seem to regret this at all. Actually. Yeah. And yeah. then he says later on he gets hammered, which they are all such alkies. I love it. These I guys mean, really crunk. Yeah. Wow. Right. And I mean, same like I drink. I have was drinking a lot in my 20s as well and early 30s. LOL. And like earlier, like, you know, last night, I mean, lol. yesterday. Yeah. But <laughs> right. I just think it's so funny that the Royals are just like openly such drunk. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. all are. They always have been like it was like the queen drank at lunch every day. But anyway, um, <laughs> he goes out and gets hammered and says, when the pub threw us out, when Billy the Rock, the bodyguard escorted me back to the hotel, I tried to pick a fight with him, too. I growled at him, yeah. swung on him, slapped his head. He barely reacted. He just frowned like an ultra patient parent. I slapped him again. I loved him, but I was determined to hurt him. I'm like, dude, what? And then you're going to get really honest, though. It's so honest, Maul. You're going to get mad at William later on for for swinging on you in the fucking house. I guess I'm not assigning as much of Harry's like opinion. I think he's I really I just I think he's simply sharing. Like, I think he also I think the story about William swinging at him and him swinging at the bodyguards neither of those stories are flattering for anyone and i don't even think the one where harry fell on the ground and broke his necklace is flattering for him either i just think he's trying to show that like this is what my world was like and we drank too much and became violent before we ever had any actual intimacy right for sure well and i think he's a dick sure and i I think men are men are there they were raised to be dicks i think i think he's he's we i think he's less of a dick than he could be what sarah you can't give people this much i mean i guess I just you can like give him i just I like much him. credit but i don't know i just don't I feel like for him man i feel his pain and i i feel his pain 
I just strongly dislike the pattern of not interrogating your own place in the world and your own status wow, and yeah. the way that you treat people who are have been ruled by society to be beneath you. And you're well, that is the thing. I will say that is the thing that I don't think he quite understands that it's not just like I was born into this hellacious royalty and you all have the lucky life. It's like, well, blah, 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 right. Blah, blah, blah. Earth is hell, Harry, for the record. And you've been given a lot. So just like, right. Try to, I, I don't think that, I, I think you're really right that I don't think the like class system and the reality of having to make a living is even in his, like, he, that doesn't exist. In, that's like you saying, like, are you going to go to Hogwarts next year? And I'm going to be like, wait, it's a real thing. Like, I just don't even think that it's like, the only reason I say Hogwarts also is because I was looking for t- for an outline just to remind myself of it. And I pulled up like um Harry, like chapter part two chapter summary. And I, and I was about to start sharing it like with you, like, here's what happened. And it was the Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, book two. He, he, LOL, LOL. But he's making like, me, he's making me dislike Harry Potter because I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Harry Potter had a lot of privileges too. He was magical and got so many girls and like, Oh, I'm so sorry that you lived in a cabinet in the summer only. Cabinet was fine. And then you lived at fucking a castle with magic. Like this now, I don't even feel bad for Harry Potter anymore. Cause they have the same name and they're both pissing me off. That scar on his face is actually cool. He's, see, he so, denies that the driver being drunk that killed his mom had anything well, to do with it. Okay, so that was the, that was my next highlight. How funny was that? Like, both William and I agreed that even if the driver was in a full blackout, there's no way that that would have been. He basically was like, we both have been that drunk and we could drive through that tunnel. Like, he was basically advocating exactly. for drunk driving. He said even, even if, if the were... man had been drinking, even if he yeah. was shit-faced, he wouldn't have had any trouble navigating that short tunnel. It's like, like oh, really? It was everything put together. Like, it wasn't one factor. I'm sure if the paparazzi weren't behind them, he wouldn't have been speeding. But he was, right. and they were, and he was hammered. There's a famous story from a few years ago in the British press about how um he almost ran a man, Harry's convoy going to the club again, almost ran a man off the road because they were speeding behind him and chasing him. And it was on a British road, and the guy tried to sue, and like... Nothing came of it because it Wait, was they, Harry. They, they were chasing Harry and Harry was speeding through the street. No, Harry had no reason to be speeding. He was just joyriding like his cars that he was in. I don't think he was driving. I think it was like his bodyguards or whatever. But like he was basically like joyriding to the club. And this guy was terrified and run off the road. And oh, my God, they learned all the wrong lessons from this. You know yeah, what I mean? They did. Like, yeah, that, because that's true. The other thing is like, again, I don't know what it's like to be chased by paparazzi god willing inshallah Yet. some some Yet. day some yeah. day you would think that what you would maybe something you would take away from from your mom dying in a crash from being chased is to just let him get the picture like I, i'm sure it's right. terrible right. and it's i'm sure wow, it's that's invasive so, that's such but a good like, point why is the message that they took from this we still need to evade them every time they come near us. Why is right? How- why don't you just like literally put on your sunglasses and give a peace sign? Right. And like, please think about how many paparazzi photos you've seen of Harry and Meghan. Paparazzi photos. Not, I can't think of any, actually. None. Because the British papers won't buy them because they know that it's a problem. And they don't like if they go if the princes or whoever goes to a club, they will buy the photos because they're like, whatever, you're at the club. But if they're just walking around doing whatever, like the British papers, they don't buy these pictures anymore because of but Princess Diana. Be- oh, OK. Because I was I was thinking, though, it's because like 
like Harry smoking a cigarette outside of what was the big club they all went to? Mahiki or bougie. Mahiki or bougie. He's with the page three girl with a bougie boo boo. Like I think I feel like that's like hot goss. Whereas like them going to Target is kind of like not it's not that interesting. Right. I like they can I think there's some kind of rule now with like the press in the UK because again, they don't have a free press like we do in the US. And that's why like Harry and Megan really need to hope that the US press never fully turns on them because they're gonna learn what it's like to live in a country with a free press. So but, we- like in the UK, if you, yeah, can if you they explain have, that? If they have evidence that you that that a paparazzo was trailing someone in order to get the photo, they won't buy it because they'll be subject to press complaints and they'll have to pay a oh. fine. So they won't buy stuff where it's it's evident that the paparazzo was following the person. Wow. So like if the paparazzi just lurk outside a club that a lot of famous people go to, that's fair game. But like if they are following you around town, it's they won't buy it anymore. They used to, but they don't now. So like, well, this, this might be a stupid question though. But like, I mean, yeah, this is a stupid question, I guess. But it's like, okay, so the press in the United States versus the press in the UK. Like, what is a what does the free press mean actually? You can take pictures of anyone who's outside, and anyone can publish it, and you okay. can publish anything that's true, even if it's. Like, we don't even really have, like, invasion of privacy. You, In order for you to get in trouble for publishing something about a person, it has to be untrue. And they have to be able to prove that you did it with malice, that you that you wanted to damage them. So, like, the whole thing that Harry and Meghan do where they like to sue all the papers in the UK, they wouldn't be able to pull it off here unless something was was untrue. And But also, to be fair, the reason why celebrities don't always sue in the US for libel when something is untrue is because the court situation opens them up to a lot of, you know, they have to give in evidence and more stories will come out because of that. So it's not really that smart. Usually most big celebrities will just, unless something is completely egregious, they're just like, whatever, we'll just tell everyone that the tabloids get things wrong. And also if you do start suing, which this has started to backfire on Harry, Harry and Meghan as well, if you start suing, then everything you don't sue for seems true. It's like implied agreement. Like Tom Bauer, Brains of a Baby, his book, everyone assumes that it's basically all true because they're so lawsuit happy and they never sued him. I just feel like Tom Bauer's saying that, first of all, it's pretty clear that I have to hope that Tom Bauer's didn't actually read the book. Like he, I feel like he got busted because in reading the book, it's extremely clear the context with which Meg said, oh, it's baby brains. Did you get to him. that part yet? Oh, I did. It's part three. We'll get there. And also why I'm mad at TJ Maxx. Listen, keep listening. Subscribe. Yeah, yeah, Five star yeah. review. Join the Patreon. But like, I will say that Tom Bowers saying that Megan aggressively stated that, that, or negative, that, Kate, had that the Kate had the brains, brains of, a of a baby. I feel like that discredits him completely. His read of the situations is all the way off. Yeah. But I also think he probably did read it because he is. He read it. How could he think that that's what it? He maybe read it afterward, but there's no a, way that he. There's no way that he read that and thought that's what it was. Right. This it's might so have been stupid. Before it, this might have been before it came out. He might have only been reading the le- leaks by that point. But right. Anyway, okay. Before we get to part three, part two, because yeah. I still didn't read part three, so we got to finish. Oh, part it's two. good. It's it's very good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Part two. So yeah, my, my little notes up. Hang on. 
They want the Diana inquiry to be reopened. They were talked out of it by the powers that be. I think that makes sense. Why reopen the inquiry, right? I mean, literally, why reopen the inquiry? Yeah. Um, she did. She did. Yeah, it's sad, it's but... And what are they going to try to like, oh, to make a case in the in the pro column for drunk driving? Like, what? <laughs> right. The driver would have been fine even if shit faced your honor. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. Um, I don't know. So now he gets to Afghanistan and he says about this, again, more Irish people slander. His lilting accent made me think he could be kidded. I gave him a hard time about being about the Irish and he returned fire laughing. What's but kidded? His- kidded like mocked kidding around oh i gave him a hard time about the irish and he returned fire laughing but his blue eyes looked unsure and then he says he's like are you bullying me right it's like he looked unsure because like i said there was a literal civil war about this less than 20 years before this takes place and then he says crikey i'm taking the piss out of a prince irish people do not say crikey you fucking moron they don't say it and like It's like Harry, he's not like excited to be taking out the piss out of a prince. He's like, is this guy fucking joking me to be making fun of the Irish when he's literally respond? His family is responsible for so many deaths in Ireland and a whole potato famine that was caused such an asshole. Yes. Like the potato famine was caused by the English nobility. It wasn't. Yes. It wasn't because like every potato went bad. It was because, yes, a lot of them went bad, and the ones that went good, they sent back to England. It was because England colonized Ireland and took all their shit. And, like, the fact that he doesn't know this, the fact that, I mean, so many English people don't know this. It's a fucking disgrace. Well, and I feel like that also makes sense, though, as to why he was sort of setting up at the beginning in his skill days. He's like, for the record, I know nothing about my family or what's come before. It's like, oh, okay. And I'm sure it's not for lack of the fucking world class professors at Eton trying to tell him. No, they were. No, they actually. That was like the whole chapter. They were like, exactly. Harry, like, like literally, please participate. And it's going to be about you. Exactly. And he was just like, <laughs> why are you singling think- me out? Like, oh, you're my worse God, than dude. the pops teach. OK, thanks, everyone, for listening. This was the free part of part two of Harry's Spare. And you're going to have to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast to hear the rest of it. And then soon later this week, we're going to have part three. And we're it's also, also so worth it because Molly on paywall, she has a lot of tea. Oh, I know. I say things that I will not say in a free form. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. And also, we're going to try to do a book club where we can all talk about it together only for Patreon members. So if you're dying to talk to us about this or to talk to anyone about this besides just screaming into the void. We're your um, girls. Yeah, you need to join Patreon. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. It's not that expensive. Just sign up and comment and make a community, okay? Right. And like, sorry, guys, we love all of you, but we can't give it away for free because that's literally the opposite of the business model. Uh, any business model the people that do pay for it we appreciate you so much and literally every time someone joins i want to cry because i'm so grateful and i do and i cry and i'm so grateful and we should post cry selfies when we do i would be so down this is the capricorn trait posting a cry selfie only for money i would never do it for any reason other than money space trash trash in space space trash Lifestyles with the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.